Hello and welcome to The Pound in Your Pocket, the weekly business and finance news briefing for students. I'm Luke Brown, and these were the main stories this week. The UK's Competition and Markets Authority, CMA, told Meta, the parent company of Facebook, to sell GIF database Giphy. The UK government gave £1.7 billion to prop up Bulb Energy, which went bust last week. And Chinese taxi app Didi left the New York Stock Exchange, choosing to list in Hong Kong instead. If you've ever sent a GIF, or graphics interchange format, thank Giphy, the company which hosts the largest database of GIFs in the world. Or maybe you should be thanking Meta, the recently renamed parent company of US social media giant Facebook, which bought Giphy for $315 million in May 2020. On Tuesday, the UK's business competition regulator, the Competitions and Markets Authority, CMA, ruled that Meta must sell Giphy. It said that Meta's purchase of Giphy would reduce competition between social media platforms, as Meta can now refuse or restrict other platforms' access to GIFs, or demand more user data from other platforms as a condition for using GIFs. This would be particularly bad for social media users in the UK, the CMA argued. The CMA also feels that the deal will allow Facebook to dominate the UK advertising market, as it has now removed Giphy's innovative advertising service. Now, both companies are American, so it's striking that a British regulator has got involved in this deal. Indeed, the CMA's ruling marks the first time that a British regulator has ordered a big American tech company to undo one of its deals. This is all a sign of the CMA building regulatory muscle post-Brexit. As the EU's competition regulator no longer has any power in the UK, the UK government has given the CMA responsibilities previously handled by the EU. The CMA now deals with big cross-border mergers between companies and in the past year has shown itself to be increasingly willing to block mergers and acquisitions, companies buying other companies, even where no British companies are involved. And Giphy is fairly insignificant compared to social media platforms Instagram and WhatsApp, both of which were bought by Facebook, as it was then called, in 2012 and 2014 respectively. So the CMA's ruling is also about the global shift against big tech companies dominating markets. After this week, the message is clear. Big tech, you better watch out, because the CMA is coming to town. In September, I spoke about the sudden rise in gas prices in Europe and the particular burden of UK energy companies who were forced by law to bear the cost of higher oil and gas prices as consumer energy prices capped in the UK. Since then, a number of UK energy firms have gone bankrupt, i.e. they've run out of money and they've collapsed. Last week, Bulb Energy joined that unfortunate club when it went into administration, meaning that it went bankrupt and those it owed money to started to take action to get their money back by selling Bulb's assets. This week, the UK gave Bulb a loan of £1.7 billion to prevent it from permanently collapsing and allowing it to continue providing energy to its customers. This government bailout might seem odd to some, as other UK energy companies have gone bankrupt in the past year. Indeed, Ofgem, the UK's energy regulator, usually allows energy companies to go bust and then shoves its customers onto other energy companies. But Bulb is different because it is much larger than others that have fallen recently. The judge deciding on Bulb's fate in court last week said that the £1.7 billion would help to resolve uncertainty which could affect customers, employees and suppliers, especially significant due to the company's size. Without any other bright ideas, this is the option the government went for. But whether there is light 
at the end of the tunnel for Bolt is not yet clear. Remember Didi, the Chinese ride-hailing company, joined the New York Stock Exchange in June, but shortly before it was due to do so, Chinese regulators banned it from Chinese app stores and prevented it from taking on new Chinese users. This led to Didi making far less money on its market debut than hoped. All of this was part of the Chinese government's ongoing campaign to reduce the power and scale of Chinese tech companies. Didi has remained on the New York Stock Exchange since its bad start, but this week announced that it will delist, or leave the New York Stock Exchange, and list on the Hong Kong Stock Exchange instead. Hong Kong has special status within China, as it was a British colony until 1997, and retained democratic elections, certain freedoms, and greater economic openness than mainland China. The Chinese government has gradually restricted those freedoms in Hong Kong, however, last year passing a national security law which gives the Chinese state power to limit freedom of speech, the autonomy of Hong Kong, and companies' activities in the territory. For these reasons, the Chinese government is likely to allow Didi's entry into the Hong Kong Stock Exchange. Didi's move this week signals that Chinese tech companies will no longer be flocking to US stock exchanges, and the Chinese government couldn't be happier. That's the latest this week. You can follow The Pound in Your Pocket on Twitter and LinkedIn, where you can share your thoughts on the podcast. Any feedback is greatly appreciated. Join me next Sunday for your weekly business and finance news briefing. Thank you.